Welcome to the Plant Spirit Podcast on connecting with plant consciousness and the healing wisdom of nature. I'm your host, Sarah Artemisia, and I am absolutely delighted to welcome our next guest to the show today. Alyssa Maya is an incredible folk herbalist who's very intimately connected with the cycles of the earth and how those cycles are connected with the cycles of the human body. She's also a plant medicine advocate and women's work facilitator. So Alyssa, thank you so much for joining us today. I'm so grateful to be here. Thank you for having me. Yeah, it's just so awesome. I love your connection with the plants is so deep and so open. And so I'm curious with particularly everything that we've all been experiencing over the past year, just the intensity of the past year, who are some main plant allies that you've really connected with over this past year and over your journey with plants? And what are some of the messages that you've been hearing from them, both for yourself and for the collective? Mm. So specifically this year, I've been working a lot with mugwort and rose. And they are both deeply connected to the feminine. And with mugwort, um, she's been showing me just a lot about grounding in, grounding deep, deeply into the body and opening to just the subtlety and the messages that are coming through that aren't so loud like our TVs and our news cycles that are yelling at us all the time of what we should be doing and shouldn't be doing and all of these things. I've really found that working with mugwort and in all different modalities, like I've used her in oils, I've smoked her, I've used her in smudges, as well as in teas and herbal infusions. Um, and so throughout the year, I've been called to work with her in different ways. And she's provided support all in a really, I hate the word, in a really holistic way. Um, and with the rose, she's also very deeply connected with the feminine, with Venus and with the water element. And she's really been teaching me so, so, so much about holding multiple truths. She grows right outside my window. I can see her right now. Um, and she's been showing me just even within my own being how how much in our society in this dualistic um, society that we see things in a very black and white context of very good or bad either um, we want all of it or we want none of it uh, and the rose has really shown me that we as human beings are all encompassing of, of all of it. Like we are, we are, we have good, good traits and bad traits and we have the ability to see light and see darkness, but it's in that marriage of the two that is really how we can create wholeness in our lives for ourselves and um, for the collective as well. Amazing. I love that you just brought up Mugwort and Rose. Oh my God. Those two. Powerful. <laughs> so powerful in such this, like so intimately connected with the divine feminine. Mm -hmm. 
love that. And, you know, it's, it's become very clear to so many of us who work in the realm of the plants that we are in a gigantic planetary transition right now. And so I'm curious in your experience and particularly like your very deep innate connection with folk herbalism, why is it so important to be connected to the ways of folk herbalism during this planetary transition? Mm. Cause that's the way it's always been like to put it very like, frankly, like that's, we've always been connected with plants and um, so I specifically work with cannabis and CBD a lot throughout my life and in my journey and in my business. And um, we have an endocannabinoid system within our bodies. Like that's how we've closely, we have evolved with plants is that our, our systems are attuned to receive messages, to receive medicine. Um, we were talking a little bit earlier about calendula, your experience with calendula and how it mends cell membranes together and they are so just deeply interconnected with us on every level that I don't think that we're going to make it through this period without them. And we never really have, but I think now specifically we need to be really speaking to that connection and really allowing people to open themselves up to to receive the messages and to also be in like right relationship with them. Um, I don't think it's enough for us to just learn how to use the plants um, because it's, it's a relationship. It's a building of community with them that takes time and devotion and energy and reciprocity. We have to give as much as we are taking. Otherwise we're just going to continue to create a lot of the imbalances that we see so much of in our world right now. Totally. Yeah. I feel that so strongly with the plants too, that it's like, it's about the relationship. Like that is really what they are calling us to step into right now in such a big way. And I feel like through the relationship with the plants, it's like they also provide a doorway into this broader sense of the interconnected web of life, like the larger cycles of time, the cycles of nature. And I know that so much of your work is so intimately connected with the cycles of nature and really the body as a microcosm of nature and how the cycles in our bodies are so connected with these larger cycles of nature and particularly with the womb space. And so I'm curious in your work, how does plant medicine really help us stay connected to these cycles of nature? That's a beautiful question. And I think that specific plants reflect to us their abilities to support us in each phase of our cycle. And specifically, I, I show women how to align their own bodies with the cycles of the moon and with the cycles of their, um, of their cycle. So I, I like, I feel really called to during the winter using nettles and cacao and plants that have really high in magnesium, they're really high in iron. Um, and those are supportive during the bleeding phases of the cycle. And, and energetically, those are really grounding uh, herbs and plants to use. They just bring a really like nourishing quality to the bleed that's also very comforting in a way that's 
it's like when your mom like holds you, like it's a very like mothering experience to work with plants during the bleeding phase of the cycle. I also work a lot with wild yam, uh, cramp bark, mugwort, rose, <laughs> a lot of the womb, deep, deep womb herbs. And throughout the other phases of the cycle, specifically the luteal and which is the inner fall phase and the inner summer, which is the ovulation phase of the cycle. I call in um, different plants such as calendula and chamomile um, and mints are also really amazing for the ovulation phase. And what I found in my research and in my work is that spiritually I was already so connected to these plants like just intuitively and then doing the research on them and finding that wow the mints are really supportive for the ovulation phase for women and really just that marriage of that masculine and feminine is really important to how we look at our connection to with the plants in the ways in which that we use them in our everyday life. Uh, so it can be useful to like be really called to them and also like know their chemical makeup and constitution and their interactions with other plant medicines and all of that. Totally. Yeah. I feel that really strongly too. Um, in, in my own journey with plants, I also felt like the first thing was the spirit connection for like years. And then it got to the point where I was like, okay, I kind of also need to know like, who are these beings in 3d? So then I went to herb <laughs> school. Cause I was like, all right, well, I just got to like learn about, cause all those things, it's like, yeah, it is so um, valuable to, to know both, to like hold both simultaneously, to feel all the facets, all the many dimensions of the plants, because they literally meet us on any level, like physical, mental, emotional, spiritual, like what level are we, you know, asking for their support and asking to the, connect with them through. And they're like, yeah, I'll meet you there. You know, it's just amazing what they do. Yeah. And yeah. And specifically during, I really am able to connect with plants during the bleeding phase of the cycle. We are so like open and intuitively connected to everything around us that if you are called to work with a plant during that time, do it, <laughs> do it, do it, do it. Even if it's just calling the spirit in and allowing them to just like open up your, your consciousness to whatever they may have to speak to you or asking them a question. Like it is totally a relationship, like talking to comfrey and, you know, asking them like, how better can you, what type of offering they would like from you. Um, those types of things, I think just are so innate to like what we do, but in the outside world, um, not many people are aware of that, that they can have the same types of relationships as with humans as they can with plants. Totally. Yeah. Yeah. And I know also even with like the very, um, geographic areas that you choose to live in, that there's a, a, there's a very special plant that you're very connected to as well. An incredible tree, the redwood tree. I would love to hear who is redwood in your experience? Like who is redwood and what is the medicine of redwood? And particularly with these big planetary changes that are happening right now, like what is the medicine of redwood for this time? Mm the immediate message that just came through was grandmother and 
grandfather and just like the ancestors like they are the ancestral medicine of the time right now and I feel so deeply held by the redwood medicine and I have for my entire life and right now I feel like they are really calling us to cultivate a deeper honoring of what the plants are here to to share with us and also what they have to teach us like they're very we need to very much be so in like the student and like I'm here to listen um, is of where we're moving towards rather than like, I'm here to do this for you. Um, they feel like, yeah, they feel like a grandmother, like very loving, but also like, I, I see you and I see all the things that you're doing and we need to get this straight, but so we don't mess it up again and again and again. Um, but we also need to be in a space where we're able to be open and, and listen. And um, so the forest is, is a beautiful place if you're able to go and just sit and be and, and hear and feel supported in that way. Amazing. Yeah, I, I completely agree. And the Redwood Forest in particular is just, it's so, so sacred. I'm so grateful that they're here, that, that they're here. You know, that's amazing. So how would you say that plant spirits really support you in your life's work? Oh, man, how do they not? Um, I feel like they've supported me in from start to finish. I mean, they've been there my whole business is surrounding plants. I mean, they're a part of everything that I do. Um, the way that I teach other people to work with plant medicine is, is very deeply guided by the plant spirits themselves. Um, when I first started working with plant medicine, I was taught in a way that wasn't so um, honoring of the earth. Like it was a very like extractionary based way of of working with plants in a very western based mindset and I got away from that and when I intuitively started doing my own thing I was really guided to create ceremony to offer the herbs back to the earth to like really understand that the wisdom and the healing that they are able to bring to the offerings that I'm able to give to the world that there, there needed to be a deeper like respect for them. And as that's happened, as I've developed a very deep relationship with that part of um, that, the plants, the business has just grown in a way that's been, I, I didn't do it by myself. And they have been such a like deep support for me. Um, and they're always there to really show me the next step. Even when I don't see it, it's really about me getting quiet and being open and listening. And they, they've just, they've supported me through it all. I, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's amazing how it, like they totally have this bigger picture of what's yeah. happening. And when we just get quiet and tune in and listen and ask, like, they'll guide us to the next thing. Yeah. It's amazing. It's amazing. Cause I, in business, 
it's really easy to get really heady and get in this like really the space of like having a perfect Instagram grid and I need to do this, this and this and this and this. And it's like, the plants were like, no, you just need to stay true to you and you need to show up in the ways that we're asking you to show up and you need to create medicine in the way that we're asking you to create medicine and we'll take care of the rest. Just be the channel and just be there and do what you're supposed to do. <laughs> yes. So, I yeah. feel that so strongly with the channel. Yeah. Like just be the conduit. Yeah. They're like, be the conduit. Yeah. Like we we'll got go it. through. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. Amazing. Well, your work with the plants is so powerful. So tell us how can people find you and find out more about your work? So you can, I can be found on um, Akasha Apothecary on Instagram and akashaapothecary.com is my website. And yeah, those are the two spaces that you're able to find me. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for joining us today. It's so great to have you here. I'm just like, my spirit is so like buzzing right now. I feel so good. And thank you so much. It's been beautiful. Awesome. Well, thank you. And thank you all for tuning in. And thanks so much for listening and joining us today on the Plant Spirit Podcast. I hope you enjoyed it. And please follow to subscribe, leave a review, and look forward to seeing you on the next episode. (laughs) 